Hey everybody, this is Ryan Jenkins. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Northern Colorado Real Estate Ramp Up Podcast. It means a ton to us that you are listening. Um, We do these podcasts because we want our clients to be as educated as humanly possible as they're starting uh, and throughout their, their home purchase process or the home sale process as the case may be. And we found that these podcasts are a great way to um, for our clients to digest a lot of information. A lot of times when we're first starting out, you know, we're corresponding over email and text. We just don't get a chance to you know, sit down and have long discussions and tell folks everything we think they need to know to be successful. And so we love this format. This is I listen to a ton of podcasts, and that's why we do these. So let's get going. There's a lot to talk about today. We're going to start with Zillow. Um, Because that's where so many of our clients start searching. That's how we meet so many of our clients. You know, a lot of people spend hours and hours searching, flipping through pictures. Um, This is a great way to survey the market and decide where you want to focus. Just kind of start to educate yourself on what's out there. But understand that 70% of the properties you're looking at and in the lower price ranges, you know, around 300,000, you know, 90% of those properties are already sold. You know, they've received contracts, they're going to closing. And and so while it's fun to sort of browse and window shop, once you start to get serious and, you know, once you're, you know, kind of getting to the point where you're ready to start looking at property, you really need to be set up on a direct feed from the MLS so that you know emails for new listings and, and status changes occur instantly and you can you know, you can see, oh, property went under contract because this is, you know, happening in the first, a lot of times the first week or two that a property is on the market. Um, sometimes the first two or three days a property will sell and you need to be up to the minute on those statuses and Zillow is not the way to do that. Zillow is a data aggregator. You know, they pull data from all over the world, uh, from every MLS pretty much in the world. Uh, so they're slow to see new listings. I mean, you're not seeing listings instantaneously. You're not seeing new status updates instantaneously, and you you must do that to be successful. Um, you know the the difference between seeing a property, you know, the first day it's listed and seeing it on day four or five, um, is really the difference between being having a chance to offer on the property and not having a chance to offer on the property. So it's it's that important. Um, and, and a lot of times if you don't jump on a property the first day or two and you let you know three or four days go, if it's not been bought already, you have a lot more people looking at it. When you can jump in there right away and be the first you know, handful of people um, that are there to look at the property, you just have a much better chance of being the only person that's offering on, the, on that property at that given time. And um, that will make you increase your success rate a lot. So please reach out to us. Let us know what you're looking for. Um, just say, I want my MLS feed to be set up. Um, we can promise you that you will not be bothered by incessant phone calls. You will get very valuable information on the market in your specific search area, and that will make a massive difference in the efficiency of, of the way you search and how you locate property. And I'm not just saying that's not hyperbole. Um, you know, let me let me just provide you with an example. So I had a client um, or a prospect, I should say. We weren't actually working together yet, but she just reached out and said, "My husband and I are coming from California. We're retiring in Colorado. 
we really like timber frame homes. We would really like to have a timber frame home within 25 minutes of Fort Collins. We want a main floor master. Um, we'd like a two-car garage. So I said, okay. So I you know, pulled up the MLS to check and see what was out there. There was one property that matched their criteria, and I told them to drive by. Um, and they drove by, and they said, it's on too much land. And essentially, so I started thinking about that, and you know, we talked a little bit more. And what I did was I did an MLS search for all the properties that matched her criteria that have sold in the last year. And what came up was that what they wanted, um, there was about three properties that had sold in the last year that matched their criteria. The vast majority of the properties that, that would match their criteria were going to be on 10 or more acres, and they just didn't want that much land. So I called her back up and I said, you know, I think these are really going to be few and far between. I mean, I think you're going to be looking at, you know, with the finish level that I knew they wanted, I thought they were going to have maybe one or two homes to look at a year because they didn't want a bunch of acreage. So she said, gosh, you know, kind of never really thought about it that way. Um, Let me talk to my husband. We'll get back to you. Calls me back a little bit later and says, I think we want to look at new construction um, totally did a 180 on what they were looking for. And, and this really happens a lot. You know, the type of property my clients start off thinking that they want uh, isn't always the property that they end up with. That's not the case in every uh, situation, of course. But so many times, you know, people want something, but kind of the reality of the market, they end up buying something else. And we can help you process through those decisions very quickly. And that's a great reason to reach out and, and establish a relationship with a realtor early on. Um, we, we know that people are hesitant to do that, and we certainly understand why. You know, If you've ever inquired about property um, on a real estate search site and been bombarded with phone calls, um, it's just terrible. And, and we've talked to marketing companies who, who do this for real estate brokerages and set up these websites and say, once you get a lead, you got to call them 14 times in the first seven days. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You want me to call this person twice a day uh, for seven days in a row? They're going to put a restraining order on me. Uh, at the very least, they're going to block my phone calls. And some of these poor people have inquired about multiple properties on multiple different search sites, and they're getting this type of contact from multiple realtors, and they just it drives them insane, and they, like, want to change their number so please understand guys we will never do that to you Uh, we're going to reach out and ask how we can help and send you properties that match your criteria that's it Um, if you don't want to talk to us you don't have to Um, but it will be a game changer for you to be looking at the properties that we see in the real time that we see them Um, and it's going to make you super efficient so um I touched on it a little bit, but I want to drive home one more time how important it is literally to be looking at properties in the first 48 hours they hit the market. That's not always possible, and not every property sells instantaneously, but many of the properties that you get excited about, other people will get excited about too, and they will sell quickly. Um, Our average days on market is about three weeks, and that's averaging a whole bunch of properties together. Um, especially in the lower price ranges, things are going to go even quicker than that. So um, please know that we're not going to be able to go out 
on a Saturday and look at six or seven properties. We might do that at the very beginning, especially for folks that are coming from out of town, don't know the area super well, or trying to get a feel for where they wanna be in a huge geographic area. Um, we may be able to go out and look at seven or eight properties in one day. But once people start to drill down on their search area, usually we're looking at one or two homes at a time, and that's okay. You know, it feels, um, like it's a waste of time to just go drive and look at one property, but that's the reality of what we have to do. So don't hesitate to call us and say, I just want to see this one house. That's totally fine. Another common thing we see is our buyers shopping without a mortgage and uh, without a mortgage approval letter. And we understand why they do this. Um, most, a lot of buyers have gotten a mortgage before they know they can get another mortgage. They have a good job and they don't think it's, you know, needs to be done right away because they can do it at any point in time. Um, the The problem is that you're going to find a home that you love and you're going to need to offer on that property quickly. And what ends up happening is, you know, the period of time between the time that you call your mortgage professional and the time you actually get that letter issued is almost always a few days because the average person doesn't have all the documents they need at their fingertips. Um, and, you know, you can, people will say, well, I can go on Quicken Loans and fill out an application and have, you know, an approval letter in a few minutes. And that is true, but there are many different types of approval letters. And in this market, if you are offering on a property and the seller's agent looks at that letter, for one, they're not going to like that it's an out-of-state company or a big kind of national outfit. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about why that is. Um, but, you know, those online mortgage companies are not, at least initially when they send that approval letter, are not going through the same process that uh, a local wholesale mortgage lender that most of our clients end up using uh, goes through. Um, when you're dealing with, with a mortgage broker that we refer our clients to, um, they are, you know, taking in a huge amount of information from you, uh, assessing everything, going through it with a fine tooth comb, making sure, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios that people have, especially self-employed people, people on commission, um, people that get, um, you know, distributions from their company as part of their income. There's a ton of stuff to, to process through. Mortgage brokers uh, earn their money, I guarantee that. And so... When you do those online applications and, and you submit those, it's just not going to carry the same weight that somebody local um, will. A local mortgage broker, you know, the, the realtor that works with the seller is going to know who that is. You know, the, the local people have a reputation that they need to uphold, and they know that if they issue an approval letter for a buyer, it has to hold up. The buyer has to be approved. They have to have gone through everything and verified everything. And so... It just it's going to save you so much um, anxiety and time and potentially a property you know missing out on a property if you start from the beginning um, working with a mortgage broker compiling all those documents and uh, getting that done at the very beginning and we can uh, if you got a, a piece of paper if you want to write this down we'll put it in the show notes as well the things you're going to need are proof of employment, which is the name and address and phone number for all of your employers in the last couple years, 
proof of income, which is pay stubs, uh, commission checks for somebody like me, um, and a W-2 and a 1099 or a 1099, you know, depending on how you get paid. Uh, if you're self-employed, you're going to need profit and loss statements. You're going to need your business tax return. And everybody's going to need bank statements for the last two months. And then if any part of your down payment is going to be a gift from your parents or whoever, you're going to need a letter from the gifter that says, this is not a loan, I don't expect repayment, and they're going to need to sign that letter. So those are kind of the basic things. If you have all that stuff in hand, you're going to be ready to roll and get that to a mortgage guy um, or, or lady, and they will get you squared away. And uh, we will talk a little bit about some of the mortgage brokers that we refer a little bit later on in the show. Um, okay. Let's talk a little bit about as the search process progresses. Um, you know, sometimes people find homes right away, but a lot of times they don't. And so we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of stages that buyers go through. Um, first of all, towards the beginning, a lot of my clients look at me and, and they say, you know, like, or maybe the wife will turn to the husband and she'll say, Ryan, there's something you need to know about us. We're going to be really, really picky. And they kind of look at me expecting like I'm going to run for the door. And I always say, guys, everybody is picky. You should be picky. You're spending, you know, when you spend a hundred, hundreds of thousands of dollars on something, you have every right to be extremely picky. Um, and I'm going to be picky too. I mean, I don't want something that's going to be difficult to sell. You know, you're going to call me and however long down the road and say, we need to sell this property. Um, and, or I don't want you to call me in six months and say, oh my gosh, this property's a nightmare and you know, we made a mistake. So to that extent, I have a dog in this race too. Um, you know, let's both allow ourselves to be picky. Let's take our time. Um, the more homes that you look at, the more you become crystal clear on exactly what you want. I mean, a lot of times when you start to look, you know, you get into like the 20, 30, 40 home range, you know, buyers really start to sort of get stressed out. Um, but the good thing about looking at that many properties is you are laser focused on what you want. And it becomes very clear and you become very decisive so that the next time the prop- the right property does come up, you know, maybe you've seen it in the past and you weren't quite ready. But when you get that far into your home search and the right property comes up, you're going to know it. And there's going to be no, you know, no two ways about it. Obviously, as long as it inspects well, you're going to be, you're going to know it when you see it. And so that's a great reason. And it's not, it's not bad to to look at a bunch of homes. Most people do. Um, and you know, probably over the years, I would say I've talked more people out of buying homes than I've actually sold. You know, sometimes I kind of have to temper my opinions and preferences and make sure I'm not influencing. You know client too much out of a home that they might want because sometimes you know people buy homes that you know I think maybe they could find something better but obviously I want them to make their own decision um, but in most ca- you know in every case I think it's helpful for you to have a devil's advocate saying okay so you like this about the home but let's think about the renovation process you're going to go through and how much it's going to cost and are you sure we shouldn't wait for something you know, this more turnkey or wait for something that's not on a busy street or whatever the case may be. So just encouraging you guys, you know, get out there and 
and start hitting the pavement or the gravel back roads for our acreage seeking country folks out there. Um, and, uh, that will be, you know, we'll, we'll find you something great no matter how long it takes. And, you know, a lot of times it doesn't take that long. I don't want to, I want you to discourage you. There are plenty of times when we find something in the first few weeks, but a lot of times, depending on where people are, it's a six month process. Sometimes it's a year long process and that is okay. All right, guys, another thing I hear from my clients time and time again, and this is further down the road in the transaction typically, they haven't found their house right away. We've been looking for a few houses. We've been looking for a few months, I'm sorry. Maybe we've looked at 20 homes, maybe more, maybe less. Um, But they kind of start to get this anxiety that I'm getting impatient with them. And they think, Ryan must think we're his worst clients ever. You think we're your worst clients ever, don't you? <laughs> and you think we're impossible to please and you're going to fire us. And I'll be like, guys, you got to understand, this is so much harder on you as buyers than it is on me. You know, this is my job. I'm out looking at property almost every day. But for you, you know, this is a big decision. It takes a huge amount of brain power and on each home, you know, you're walking in, is this the one? And if it's not, it's a big letdown and you're on this roller coaster and it's stressful. You know, and to an extent, I'm on that roller coaster with you because of course I want to find a great home for you too, but the intensity of those decisions and the ups and downs, you know, are, are felt so much more intensely by the buyer than they are for me. And it's incredibly important that your agent is helping you process through those feelings and not putting pressure on you because these decisions are, you know, they're super, they're hard enough without feeling um, kind of a passive pressure from your agent, you know, that most people, that people I know have felt. Um, and, you know, I think there's kind of this caricature that exists in people's minds that maybe probably from some ridiculous HGTV show that there are these buyers that are impossible to please and they run their agent ragged and have this unending home search. And maybe that happens, but that hasn't been my experience. My experience has been that clients are super respectful of my time and are desperately trying to find a house that that they love in the shortest amount of time possible. And I feel super strong that, that this is something that um, we have been very intentional about at Gray Rock when we're hiring agents is the last thing we want is kind of a schmoozy salesman that walks you in and says, oh my gosh, I can picture you in this house. This is the house for you, you know. I mean, people buy a house because it's the right house for them, not because a realtor is sitting there, you know, helping them envision whatever. You know, you've heard those those stories and maybe you've been in that situation. We just never want our clients to feel pressured to buy. You know, obviously we're going to talk about the benefits of the home and the things that the home lacks and and that kind of thing. But our buyers are already putting a huge amount of pressure on themselves. The last thing they need is pressure from us. And so, you know, know that we are here to make you feel comfortable and supported. And, you know, I think if you read our reviews, you'll see the word patient time and time again. And we will work incredibly hard to make sure that, that that's your experience with us, you know, um, we want you guys to feel super comfortable. Um, so that being said, guys, we're pretty much going to wrap this up. I think we're going pretty long, but I just want to say we absolutely cannot thank you enough for listening. 
please Google Gray Rock Realty, read our reviews. You know, don't take my word for it. See what our clients are saying about us. And the reason you'll see that we're a highly rated company is because we're very selective with who we hire. You know, most brokerage firms will literally hire anyone, and that is not what we want to do. We are small for a reason, you know, because we selectively hire. You cannot go wrong with anybody on the Gray Rock team. Our agents will move mountains for you, and uh, we would just be honored if you guys would reach out. Also, we talked about a bunch of mortgage stuff. Um, we would like to talk about Excel Financial Group, and actually my dad, Bruce Jenkins, is a mortgage broker. A lot of my clients end up using him. He's a wholesale mortgage broker. And what that means is that you have one point of contact, and he has access to twenty, more than 20 wholesale banks. So what's a wholesale bank? Well, a retail bank is like walking into Wells Fargo or Chase or Quicken Loans, whatever the case may be. You're not getting the best pricing at a retail bank. Those banks rely on the fact that they have a huge brick and mortar and you're in there already for doing your checking account. Um, And they will, in virtually every single case, be more expensive than a wholesale mortgage broker. So check out Bruce Jenkins. Uh, The website is excelbroker.com, E-X-C-E-L, broker.com. Number is 970-689-2665. And uh, give him a call. Tell him what you're looking to do, and he will get you pre-qualified and give you the confidence that you need to uh, make an offer on a great house. So again, guys, thank you a ton for sticking around. GrayRockRealty.com. My name's Ryan Jenkins. We'll talk to you soon.